0: Chapter two of On Our Selection by Steele Rudd This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Son of the Exiles. Chapter two. Our First Harvest. If there is anything worse than burr cutting or breaking stones, it's putting corn in with a hoe. We had just finished. The girls were sowing the last of the grain when Fred Dwyer appeared on the scene. Dad stopped and talked with him, while we, Dan, Dave and myself, sat on our hoe-handles like kangaroos on their tails and killed flies. Terrible were the flies, particularly when you had sore legs or the blight. Dwyer was a big man with long brown arms and red bushy whiskers. "'You must find it slow work with a hoe,' he said. "'Well, yes, pretty,' replied Dad, just as if he wasn't quite sure. After a while, Dwyer walked over the cultivation and looked hard at it, then scraped a hole with the heel of his boot, spat, and said he didn't think the corn would ever come up. Dan slid off his perch at this, and dave let the flies eat his leg nearly off without seeming to feel it but dad argued it out all right all right said dwyer i hope it do then dad went on to speak of places he knew of where they preferred hose to a plough for putting corn in with but dwyer only laughed and shook his head damn him dad muttered when he had gone what rot won't come up dan who was still thinking hard at last straightened himself up and said he didn't think it was any use either then dad lost his temper no use he yelled you whelp what do you know about it dan answered quietly only this that it's nothing but tomfoolery this hoe business how would you do it then dad roared and dan hung his head and tried to button his buttonless shirt wristband while he thought with a plough he answered something in dad's throat prevented him from saying what he wished so he rushed at dan with the hoe but was too slow dan slept outside that night no sooner was the grain sown than it rained how it rained for weeks and in the midst of it all the corn came up every grain and proved wire a bad profit Dad was in high spirits and promised each of us something, new boots all round. The corn continued to grow. So did our hopes, but a lot faster. Pulling the suckers and healing it up with hose was but child's play. We liked it. Our thoughts were all on the boots. Twas months, months since we'd pulled on a pair. Every night in bed we decided twenty times over whether they would be lace-ups or bluchers and Dave had a bottle of goanna oil ready to keep his soft with. Dad now talked of going up country, as Mother put it, to keep the wolf from the door, while the four acres of corn ripened. He went and returned on the day Tom and Bill were born. Twins! Maybe his absence did keep the wolf from the door, but it didn't keep the dingoes from the fowl house. Once the corn ripened, it didn't take long to pull it, but Dad had to put on his considering cap when he came to the question of getting it in. To hump it in bags seemed inevitable, till Dwyer asked Dad to give him a hand to put up a milking yard. Then Dad's chance came, and he seized it. Dwyer, in return for Dad's labour, carted in the corn and took it to the railway station when it was shelled. Yes, when it was shelled. We had to shell it with our hands, and what a time we had! For the first half-hour we didn't mind it at all, and shelled cob after cob as though we liked it, but next day talk about blisters! We couldn't close our hands for them, and our faces had to go without a wash for a fortnight. Fifteen bags we got off the four acres, and the storekeeper undertook to sell it. Corn was then at twelve shillings and fourteen shillings per bushel and Dad expected a big check. Every day, for nearly three weeks, he trudged over to the store, five miles, and I went with him. Each time the storekeeper would shake his head and say, No word yet. Dad couldn't understand. At last word did come. The storekeeper was busy serving a customer when we went in, so he told Dad to hold on a bit. Dad felt very pleased so did I. The customer left. The storekeeper looked at Dad and twirled a piece of string round his first finger, then said, Twelve pounds, your corn-cleared, Mr. Rudd, but of course, going to a desk, there's that account of yours, which I have credited with the amount of the cheque. That brings it down now to just three pound, as you will see by the account. Dad was speechless and looked sick. He went home and sat on a block and stared into the fire with his chin resting in his hands till mother laid her hand upon his shoulder and asked him kindly what was the matter. Then he drew the storekeeper's bill from his pocket and handed it to her and she too sat down and gazed into the fire. That was our first harvest. End of chapter 2